listening to Big Picture You podcast series from VCG Studios. Good morning, afternoon, or night, everyone. Coming to you from the cozy warmth of the VCG Media Broadcast booth, I'm Verve Coach Gordon, and you are listening to Big Picture You, the podcast where wellness practices and concepts meet practical application and real-life example. This is Episode 5 of Season 2. Welcome, listeners, supporters, and thought leaders around the globe. A huge thanks for your streaming. Please drop me a note at gordon at verfcoach.com. I'd love to hear more about what you think of the show. Spring is certainly upon us, at least here in the Rockies. So happy spring. Thanks so much for your continued support. Yes, indeed. Spring is upon us, and many forms of birth and rebirth surround us. Much like the blossoming flowers, it is time to gain renewed growth, vigor, and beauty. It is time to enjoy the wonder of nature as we emerge from over a year of stay-at-home orders and precautions. As such, it is also time to reconnect with our own and other people's humanity. As the light of spring enters our hearts and minds, let us use it as an opportunity to reconnect with one another and build and enhance positive community values. After all, the human experience is truly one that all of us share each minute of each day. And we all deserve, at the very least, the opportunity to absorb and enjoy it. So, on with Season 2, Episode 5 of the Big Picture You podcast series. Bias? Who, me? This episode begins building a bridge between the Verve Coach methodologies and practices and the dynamics of implicit or unconscious bias, as some call it, and how to recognize and manage our own bias behaviors. This really demonstrates a core belief here at the Verve Coach Gordon organization. And I must say it demonstrates quite nicely. And that is greater harmony within ourselves, in our own lives, will certainly bring about greater harmony in our groups, organizations, and institutions. And of course, this goes hand in hand with the notion of growth from within to without, And how if we get our own stuff together first, we are then much better able to interact with and even rise to help others. Now that you're more familiar with the 11 energies of the verb, basic definitions, some related color vibration information, it's time to start digging deeper in order to further explore the practical application piece, as promised that is so very important to the framework of the Big Picture You podcast series. And if you're not familiar with the basics of the 11 energies of the verb, no worries. You can easily access Season 2, Episodes 1, 3, and 4, and those will kind of bring you up to speed. Or, just start in with us right here, because I will definitely be working with these dynamics in every episode, bringing further and further into the light, myriad benefits of using 11 energies of the verb as foundational guideposts, as well as values to increase positive outcomes in life. 
In this broadcast, I'm going to give a brief overview of implicit bias and its management, definitions, and cause and effect. But please feel free to reach out to me with questions or if you seek clarification on any concepts or ideas. I also have a really comprehensive two-hour course, chock full of interactive discussion and activities, and like all of my work, real-life example and potential for practical application. And I do have a 45-minute intensive talk. The full course or the speech can be experienced live or online, and there are three areas in which training is provided. Groups, organizations, law enforcement, and schools. Now, moving right along with Big Picture U, Season 2, Episode 5, Bias. Who, me? First, what is bias? It could be looked at as likes versus dislikes, a leaning toward or away from something. But very importantly, the likes versus dislikes dynamic becomes strong enough to impair your lens of fairness or neutrality, bringing about outward displays of bias and strongly prejudicial behaviors. What is implicit bias? Well, briefly, it is the bias that is built into us. Yepper, folks, we all have it, and it is absolutely vital that we are aware of it and manage it well. Usually, implicit bias is thought of as being unconscious as opposed to explicit biases that we are really conscious of. In terms of a more practical example, implicit bias is the stuff that makes us just engage in some behavior or talk that may be harmful, insulting, degrading, or marginalizing toward others. And then we have to backtrack telling ourselves and others that, oh, that is not really who I am or what I'm about. At the surface, that may be true, but we need to dig deeper to get to the true sources. But again, folks, we all have it, and we all do it to each other a lot. Therein lies a very important reason to reinforce that this work is all about behaviors and not labels. After all, Today's aggressor may be tomorrow's target, and vice versa. In an effort to kind of flesh out these concepts, Michael Brownstein over at the uh, Stanford Encyclopedia of Philosophy said a while ago, there are several possibilities at work here. And that's referring to implicit bias within all of us. So what I'm going to do is read some quotes from Mr. Brownstein, furthering our conversation. Then I'll provide a follow-up tidbit for each one. Quote. Agents, meaning us, might be unaware of the content of the representations. Tidbit. So basically, what really is behind the things we are saying and doing? We've got to raise our awareness, people by looking inside and making a strong effort 
to connect with difference and inclusion, our own and other people's. Quote. Or they, meaning us, might be unaware of the source of their implicit biases or the effects those biases have on their behavior. Tidbit. Again, this is why we must look inside to reveal those sources, and that is a big reason why I provide these discussions, sessions, and workshops in tandem with personal wellness products. To work from the individual identity into the group identity, or from the micro to the macro. Quote. There, meaning our, Implicit evaluations of a given target conflict with one another. Tidbit. So, there is something living inside that may be contrary to the way you perceive your own identity. And I'm going to touch a little bit on conflicting identity components shortly, and I expand greatly on it uh, within my full courses and talks. One more question. How do you think implicit bias affects our society? Well, basically it brings about biased behaviors that result in inequitable individual and societal practices, rules, and dynamics. This affects everything from our personal life to our professional life, as well as our organizations and institutions. By way of bringing about positive change, first within ourselves, leading to our organizations and institutions, we must come to recognize our own implicit biased behaviors and seek to reveal the many times deep-rooted sources. Ponder and reflect on our own identity, both individual and those of our groups, and the many components that compose them. A piece of this may be about conflicting identity components I mentioned earlier. Those components that may seem contrary to one another and require super effective strategies for management. There's also a very solid physical factor in our brain physiology, whereby our brain creates shortcuts because we take in millions of times more data in any given moment than the human brain can process. These brain shortcuts cause us to miss certain information because the brain is creating generalizations that we can receive and act on much more easily. You know, many, many people face challenges with inclusion dynamics, with their own and with others. We all have likes and dislikes, but does this process impair our sense of fairness or our neutrality? So, let's circle back to the idea that everyone has implicit bias. No one is exempt. We may not like to admit it or enjoy when it rears its ugly head, but it's a gonna, folks. In follow-up, please remember this has only been an overview of a much larger picture regarding implicit bias management. Now, the relationships with the 11 energies of the verve that I associate with each episode's main content. And actually, this time, 
I invite you listeners to make your own connections between the energies and your own implicit bias. I believe there are direct connections to be realized for all 11. You can also see the list of the 11 energies on my website. If you email me, I'll send you a pocket-sized carrying card. Oh yeah, value-added services. Okay, here are the 11 energies of the verve. Energy number one, passion. Energy number two, enthusiasm. Energy number three, compassion. Energy number four, openness. Energy number five, sincerity. Energy number six, truth. Energy number seven, self-value. Energy number eight, forgiveness. Energy number nine, sparkle. Energy number 10, courage. And energy of the verb number 11, love. So there are the 11 energies of the verb listed for you. I invite you to make connections between the 11 energies and managing your own implicit bias. Sincerely remembering all the time, folks, that this is all about your journey of growth from within to without, while fortifying the notion that greater harmony within ourselves, in our own lives, will certainly bring about greater harmony in our groups, organizations, and institutions. As mentioned earlier in this broadcast, I also have a really comprehensive two-hour course with lots of interactive discussion and activities, real-life example, and huge potential for practical application. The course can be experienced live or online and is provided for groups and organizations, law enforcement, and schools. I also have a 45-minute talk that fleshes out greater details surrounding implicit bias and effective management of related behaviors. This talk features some Q&A and minor interactivity. And I have a course designed especially for law enforcement that I will be submitting soon for national certification. Very exciting stuff. You can find out more about my diversity work and implicit bias training, as well as my offerings for personal wellness and well-being at my website, or drop me a note at gordon at vervecoach.com. Alrighty now, here's the big picture, you big picture takeaway for today's episode. Bottom line, we all harbor implicit bias and those behaviors do indeed bubble up, most times when least expected and when it is least helpful. We all need to be vigilant of our own game and while being very firm in our resolve to counter bias and prejudicial behaviors, we must at the same time regard some level of empathy and forgiveness toward ourselves and one another as we truly strive to bring about our most fulfilling big picture you, big picture me, and big picture us. It is surely a privilege for me to be able to provide you with materials, tools, and mediums to help you create your life's masterpiece. 
the 11 energies of the verve, foundational values that can be referred to at any time to help negotiate challenge, help in decision-making, or gain motivation and positivity. The book is available at Amazon or through my website if you would like a signed copy. Please tune in next time for my one-year anniversary episode, A Trio of Super Moms. It's actually way cool that my first episode was a Mother's Day episode, so each Big Picture You anniversary has doubly special meaning for me, and I hope for my listeners as well. You are listening to Big Picture You podcast series from VCG Studios. Do visit my website regularly. I update it quite frequently, and there are news and announcements in the blog area at the foot of the opening page. Lots of good stuff. All content, text, and music in the Big Picture You podcast series is copyright Verve Coach Gordon, unless otherwise cited. Thanks so much for listening to the program today. I always appreciate listener feedback, so please reach out to Gordon at vervecoach.com with questions, or even answers for that matter. Remember, kindness is beautiful, both toward others and yourself, in creating an amazing and empowering big picture you, big picture me, and big picture us. Be well, my friends.